0: And the best part, you can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's TV slash poppods to get 50% off your first month.
1: Hey, it's Mark Striegel of The Talking Metal Podcast. Welcome to episode 818. Before we get into the episode, I just want to tell you that we have free, heavy Montreal passes for you. Go to... Heavymontreal.com slash talking metal, or to the website talkingmetal.com or talkingrock.net and go to the show notes for this episode, which is 818. And right there, you will see a link that uh, will provide you with these free passes. Just go through the link, fill it out, and you will more than likely, it's not guaranteed because there is a limited amount, but we have a lot to spare. So let's just uh, say that you most likely will get free passes to Heavy Montreal. Have a beer with Emily and I. We will be up there. It's happening soon, guys. It is a great, great event. Ghost, Slayer, Quiet Riot, Evanescence, Slash, Anthrax, Steel Panther, Killswitch, Engage, Gamma Ray, can't wait to see them, Quiet Riot, Metal Church, Cancer Bats. Man, the list goes on and on. Dirty Honey, Skillet. It's going to be awesome. Let's, uh, let's all hang at Heavy Montreal on July 26th and 28th at Parc Jean Trapeau in Montreal. And a big thanks to all our patrons, Steven Saylor, thanks for upping your monthly pledge. Uh, Steve Hoker, Mike Jones, Dan Gurwan, Metal Dan, Jerry from Long Island, Emma Clayton, Steve and Saylor, I said you already. Uh, Drake, Matt, and Matt Carroll, Patrick Schwartzman, Joe, Brad Deal. Jason Seth, Fred Roots, Sam Soupy, Jay Vaninsky, Jean-Francois Blas, Jean Sean Morgan, James Bennett, Ron Keel, Mr. David Gray, Michael Street. You also upped your donation, Michael, so thank you for that. Miles Atwood, Richard Langhorn, and by the way, Michael Street, do I owe you a t-shirt? You went to $5 a month, so um, let me know if I owe you a t-shirt. I feel like you may have bought one already, but if not, uh, I am happy to mail you out a, a t-shirt or an additional one because you're entitled to one now that you're at you're at um what is it? F- five bucks a month. Just uh, send me an email, mark at talking All right, yeah. So thank you, Michael Street. Uh Miles Atwood, Richard Langhorn, Anthony Mackey, John Wolvari, and Ralph Petrie. You guys rock. You are our patrons. We got twenty-eight of you guys. I wanna get to thirty. I need two more of you guys. Two more, two more people. To pledge, two bucks a month or more. You get that bonus podcast uh, for as little as two bu- bucks a month, five bucks a month. You get the bonus podcast every week and a t-shirt. Can't beat that. Cool. Let's get into the episode right here on. Talking metal.
2: Black Label presents Heavy Montreal, the heaviest festival in Canada. Back for a 10th edition. Two days of rock and metal. July 27th and 28th, outdoors at Parc Jean Drapeau. Witness Slayer perform their last show in Quebec ever. Performances by Ghost, Godsmack, Evanescence, Slash, Anthrax, Steel Panther, Kill Switch Engage, and many more. 40 bands playing four stages on a festival site that you have to see to believe. Festival passes are on sale now. Visit HeavyMontreal.com. Produced by Avenco.
1: Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids. to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, and I am here with Emily, who is going to be conducting an interview on this episode that we recorded over a month ago at this point uh, with Tora Tora. How are you, Emily?
3: Awesome. How are you doing?
1: Good. And that opening song that we played right there, American Horse by The Cult, uh, such a great song, and I was walking our dog Pearl the other day, and I was up on that... High Street, I forget, Above Tower, you know, in Maplewood. And some guy was out doing his, like, lawn work, and he had that on, like, a boombox. Old school boombox, like, cranking it, yeah. Oh,
3: my gosh. Sonic Temple is one of my favorite albums of all time. Is that crazy?
1: Yeah, one one of mine, too. Such a great record. And I forgot all about that song. And, you know, the cult... How could you
3: forget that song?
1: And so many other bands... Well, this is how. Because the cult and so many other bands... Radio and, uh, I don't know what, where, what other music outlets there are, like Sirius and FM radio, I guess, they tend to play the same songs, and we always hear Firewoman. Fire ED.
2: Yeah,
1: I, you don't even hear Edie that much well, anymore. Well, you used to, I yeah. guess. I mean, it's, to me, it's Firewoman and... Um, Love Removal Machine and sometimes well, yeah, off electric. Uh, they the play the songs one? off
3: Electric more than Sonic Temple by far.
1: It's uh, what's the what's the Sanctuary? She sells Sanctuary. Yeah. It's those three songs that I hear over and over again by the Cult. And I mean, you can do this with every love, single right? band. Yeah. yeah, every single band that they have such diverse and big catalogs, and we don't hear other stuff. That's why I love doing this Talking Metal podcast because we can. Dive a little deeper and remember the tracks that radio has seemed to forgotten. Do you know another
3: track off that album? I adore is Sun King.
1: Oh, the whole album! I love uh, New York City. City. Yeah, that's a that's a that's Mm -hmm. a great one with Iggy Pop co co vocaling on that. Uh, So much great stuff by so many great bands. Do yourself a favor and dig a little deeper into all these. All these great bands, their catalog. Instead of listening to the the same three songs over and over again. So, speaking of the Cult, a band that opened up for the Cult on the Sonic Temple tour is on the podcast with us today. Torah Tora, they were on tour. I think not for the whole tour, but briefly with the Cult during so that tour. Have you
3: looked at the timing of this? Because they were also opening for Metallica around that time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't for looked Metallica. up the time. Oh, the Cult was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe. The cult may have went out on a headlining tour at some point for I'm that record. I'm wondering if it was
3: before or after. We should look at the time. Yeah, I, I
1: don't know. Because I, I feel know.
3: like they really super duper took off. I mean, they were already big, but that, right. that Metallica thing was a break for them.
1: Right on. Well, speaking of Toratora, Tora, let's get right into this interview conducted at the M3 Festival this year by Emily. And it's with Patrick Francis and Keith Douglas, the bassist and guitar player of Tora Tora. Here we go.
3: Hello, Talking Metal listeners. How are you doing? This is Emily Striegel from M3. Here today I have, from ToraTora, Tora, I have Keith and Patrick. How you doing, guys?
4: Great. How are you? We are having a blast. So glad to be here.
3: Awesome. Well, you guys killed this morning. I mean, or this afternoon, earlier this afternoon.
5: It 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 felt like the morning. Yeah, it was morning. (laughs) It
3: did feel like the morning, didn't it? That was an early, so they went on at 12 noon. They opened up the entire uh, day today here at M3 in Columbia, Maryland, and woke everyone up. Everyone was really into it. How did you guys feel about the set?
4: I thought it was wonderful. Uh, It went by really quick. I was very excited to see that many people here this early, and, um, It was a wonderful time, and we did real good, and the crowd was great, and it sounded great, and the people here have taken really good care of us. Uh, It's a first-class event, and we were just happy to be a part of it.
3: It really is. This is my only my second time at M3. I missed last year, but it's always just such a good vibe here. The people are so good, and I think that's that's also just goes along with just the metal community and the rock and roll community in general. But So is this your first time playing M3? Tell me about your history.
5: It is. Uh, first time at M3. However, we've played Baltimore several times. It's always been one of the greatest markets for us. We love playing this area. We always have. It's yeah. uh, People are just so – good to us I mean and you know the fans here and we've been here for years you know you guys got to do M3 and, and we finally we're just happy to finally get on the bill
3: yeah so I don't even know if you guys know this but Eric Baker who organizes the organizer this is his event um, right. he told Talking Metal that he asked you guys to play because the people so many people were asking for Tora Tora specifically I don't know if you guys even know that but he did some exit polling um, and got so much feedback that they wanted Tora Tora. So how does that make you guys feel?
4: It makes us feel great. And like Keith said, this is uh, this is such a strong market for us here in Baltimore. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> we love the people, and um, we used to play Hammerjacks back in the day. Yes. Oh, yeah.
3: So I heard Hammerjacks is, is uh, coming back. Did you guys hear anything about this?
4: We have okay. heard that it's coming back, and um, if it does, we definitely want to come back and play for sure. Yes.
2: Yeah,
3: that would be so exciting. I'll definitely have to be there for that event, if they if, for some shows if they get back here. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the new album. So you guys have a new album called Bastards of Beale um, on Frontiers, right? Yes. Right. Um, and this is your new album in, in quite a while. So I want to hear a little bit about this, how this came about. Did you guys just, were ready to do some more music or how did it come about?
5: Well, um, we were approached by Frontiers Records uh, a while back couple of summers ago and um you know we've we've always talked about doing some new music and it just kind of gave us that push that we needed and and we were like you know and we saw what they were doing with all these other bands and and it's just a a really cool it's a cool label to you know keep keep the fans happy with the with the music that they love from back in the day um so we jumped at the chance and um you know we were so pleased once we started writing because it had been a really really long time yeah. not we so really sure. I, yeah. You know what was gonna pop out, but exactly. <laughs> so
3: how to. did the writing process work? So nowadays, do you guys all live in Memphis? Are you all local? Do you were you able to work together on the writing, or how did that work?
4: Well, uh, Anthony is in Nashville, and uh, the three of us are in Memphis. So, and with today's technology, you can write yeah. together without being together. Definitely. But uh, like Keith said, we just got together and came up with all brand new ideas this isn't some rehash stuff from back in the day this is all new stuff and we did it real quickly and we were very pleased on what came out because we had no idea when we started writing what if it was going to be great if it was going to be terrible (laughs) we didn't know but we were really happy when we got finished writing those 11 tunes
5: and um, we're looking forward to doing another one
3: Awesome. I love hearing that.
5: They all come about in different ways. I mean, some Anthony and I would sit down together with acoustics and and then go to the band. Some, you know, Patrick and John and I would be at the rehearsal space and just, just, you know, crank out whatever happened to sound good and feel right, you know. And and then we would all, I don't know, we were just kind of like cramming. When the four of us are together, the the time we had, we were just piling it on. Yeah.
3: And so today, during your set, how many songs were from the new album? How many songs did
4: you do? We played one song off the new album, yeah. but it was our last song of the set. Right, right. And uh, we wish we could have had a little bit more time. We would have played a couple I know. Of more. But, you know, we had to play a little bit off of each one. So
3: I know. I actually, you guys finished your set, and I looked at my – my. I was like, they can't be done. Yeah. It's 1228. I need, like, a, a song. But you know what two minutes. Wow. <laughs> It was twelve twenty-eight, and you guys walked off. I did. I did double check, but I, you know, leave them wanting more. I kind of like these some of those bands that are doing the shorter sets, like yesterday. Enough's enough. Mm-hmm. Thirty-minute set. I'd seen them a couple uh, weeks uh, before. You know, do a full set, and it's kind of nice, leaving them wanting more.
5: Right. You know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> man. Absolutely. And and we're hoping to be back at this event many more times. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll kind of get bumped up. Yeah. A, s- a slot exactly. here or there but you got to
3: pay your dues right hey
5: you know <laughs> but we we're all we about, right. about paying dues exactly. no problem
3: exactly you guys have the right attitude man and it's, i really love that so tell me what's happening uh rest of 2019 you guys going to tour the new album at all
5: um not necessarily tour i mean yeah. we're just we're hitting you know events like this all yep. that all that we can and all that makes sense and you know just trying to jump out to some markets where we've always gotten a great response
4: which
3: is
5: northeast and you know we we
3: midwest
5: yeah
4: we're gonna go out you know a couple times a month you know the rest of the year and just weekend warriors you know
3: exactly and that's the way it is nowadays it's like the whole industry has just changed so much Mm. no one does tours anymore everyone does you know you do your weekend warriors you do shows here and there you do the festivals Do the cruises? Yeah, I mean, so yeah we d-
4: we've done two cru- uh, Monsters yeah. Rock cruises. Yeah, nice. they were oh, a we lot of t- fun. Tell, yeah.
3: tell me about. Do you know? I I feel like every year that that cruise happens, we are the only people not on that boat. Oh,
5: oh, man. You talk about a blast, yeah. and oh you know God. that the community here at m3 is the same way on that boat yep. yeah. i mean it's a lot of the same people that meet up every year it's yeah. just like a big family i know.
3: see a lot of monsters yeah. of rock t-shirts walking yeah.
5: around oh it's it's yeah. a great time i was very impressed the first time we did it was um 2017 mm-hmm. yeah. um just with how well organized yes and uh, God, i mean i have a blast yeah. just watching bands yeah. i mean it's, it's, it's a ton it that yeah. i that i love to see you
4: know yeah.
3: so. are you guys sticking around at all today is there anyone you want to see
5: we're going to stick around
4: all day. Awesome. We have nowhere to go. We're not leaving, going back home till tomorrow. So they're going to
3: have to kick us out. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to have to make us out. leave. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Well, I saw on Twitter earlier, Vince Neal is on a private jet on his way here right oh. now. So
5: wow. <laughs> well, he's going to have to
4: park it next to our private jet. <laughs> yeah. oh, didn't we loan him our jet? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Ours is still out there? Okay. Hey, all right.
2: All right
3: awesome to meet you guys so fun thank you for coming on Talking Metal and we're gonna see lots from Toratora in 2019 make sure you check out the new album called Bastards of Beale and we'll see you guys next time on Talking Metal
6: Lord, please, the first prayer comes on my lips or I like them to let me slip into temptations home oh, I'm a son
1: Right there, a song they played at M3, I believe. Son of a Prodigal Son off the new Torah Tora record. Be sure to check that out. And Emily, great interview. We did want to encourage everyone to go watch the interview because we've posted it on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash metal. There is a video of it. It looks great. And uh, you can see it. You can see what you just heard on YouTube or in the video section of talkingrock.net or talkingmetal.com. So uh, yeah, good stuff, Emily.
3: You got to remind me to spit my gum out next time yeah. I interview someone. <laughs> yeah. I'm always yeah, I, chomping on gum like a, a cow. Yeah, chewing I it's did cud. that
1: during a, a recent interview too. <laughs> I, I think it's the Kingdom Come interview. Yeah, at M3 because you had given me a piece of gum because you said I had bad breath.
2: <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so uh, during at least the whole Kingdom,
1: yeah during the King Kingdom Come interview, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> like a cow, but
3: I was looking out for you.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We want to give just one more. I know I did it at the beginning of the show. One more special thanks to all the Patreon, the patrons on Patreon, Steven Saylor upping his monthly pledge. Steven, you rock. We're going to get to some of the interviews that you have suggested, hopefully, real soon. And uh yeah, yeah. Also, you can buy a t-shirt for 20 bucks using my PayPal account. You can make a donation. You can support the shows in many different ways, including using our Amazon links on the site, TalkingRock.net. To take us out, we're going to listen to an album that Emily knows I've been raving about, the new Sweet Oblivion album featuring Jeff Tate. Have you checked it out? I I
3: have. I listened to like the first two tracks. Really, really good stuff. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet.
1: Right. Well, then you've heard this one. This is called True Colors and... It is just, I think, Jeff Tate is back, guys. I mean, really, I'm so impressed with what he's doing here. Somebody wrote on, you know, I did a review of this on YouTube. Somebody wrote, oh, it only has three good songs on the album. I disagree. I think it has many really awesome, excellent, awesome songs and a lot of good songs I think it's a, a real strong contender For one of the best albums of the year Sweet Oblivion featuring Jeff Tate Jeff Tate is back doing metal music Doing that sound that we love so much And I think his voice sounds great on this I know you can do tricks in the studio And punch stuff in and But even if they're doing that I don't care what they're doing I just love what I'm hearing So here we go Little True Colors by Sweet Oblivion Featuring Jeff Tate Thanks Emily
3: Thanks guys